everyone, and welcome back to another episode of N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of Goombastomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Dax, and joining us, we have games editor Mark Kalaroff. We're going to have a lot of positivity and then a lot of negativity this episode. That's how it goes. you got to take the bad with the good. And indie games editor Campbell Gill is also here. Cameron, do you know what's worse than the price point for the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack? Tell me. The fact that I'm still going to pay full price for it anyway. <laughs> um, I have ask no me spine. how many. Ask me how many Nintendo 64 controllers I bought last week. Oh no! Ask me later. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to ask. Also joining Cameron, us. I couldn't even get one. <laughs> also joining us, we have uh, returning friend of the show, uh, contributor to Goobastomp.com, and the creator of the sock puppet portraits, Marty Allen. Ah, oh, wow! What an intro. Hey, always an honor and a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, so, Marty, of course, we wanted to have you on uh, because you are our resident Animal Crossing expert along with Mark. So between the two of you, I figure you can explain mm -hmm. the uh, recent Animal Crossing Direct from last week to dummies like Campbell and me. So how do we want to do this? you want to just dive right in? Like, do you want to kind of go, like, high level with, like, the biggest reveals? Or do we just kind of want to go point, point, point? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I published a, an article on our venerable Goombastomp.com covering yes, like indeed. the details of it. Mm -hmm. um, I can dig into all the details. <laughs> There's, as I'm sure you can attest to, so much. There's um, a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so, so again, my my uh, my Animal Crossing knowledge is zilch. Um, I watched this direct this morning. Just kind of being like, okay, I got to, you know, we're going to talk about this for the podcast. Let's like, what, let's see what I'm getting into here. And I, half an hour later, I was like, what did I, what did I just watch? I wasn't entirely, like I saw there was a lot of stuff added and I'm not entirely sure what the implications are. Um, yeah. Yeah. What you watched was them fulfilling so many of the things that we had hoped for. Um, wow. I mean, a few weeks prior, I had published a list of like, uh, why it's exciting that Brewster's Cafe is coming. And then I had high mm -hmm. hopes for this direct and this just like punched them in the face and crushed it and threw it to the moon. I mean, I just, it, there were so many things that we as Animal Crossing fans have been hoping for. Um, I, I mean, I'd be curious uh, to, yeah, sort of high level it and say my favorite things and hear Mark what you're into as well um, and what puzzles oh, yeah, you guys definitely. too is interesting to me. I mean, for me, so again, yeah, if you want to know like everything, go look at the, article that i i put up i think i missed maybe town ordinances <laughs> there's so much stuff but it was a <laughs> it was a litany of characters and uh different things you can do that are all free there's a whole there's like basically two big buckets there's a ton of free things for everyone who has animal crossing and then they announced a bunch of paid dlc mm -hmm. um and among the free things, I mean, I'm psyched about so much of it. <laughs> yeah. um, my so, my biggest things are gyroids and capping and, mm -hmm. oh man, I don't even know. Expanded storage. I don't know. What do you so got? Let me, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me break in here and ask you a question. Yeah. What is the deal with the froggy chair? Oh, everyone loves the froggy chair. Everyone's losing their minds with the frog chair. And I'm like, what's, it's a, what? I, I don't, it's a chair. Like, I feel like my, it's a frog, I like my, Cameron. I feel like my I Twitter feel somehow, was just full of froggy chair memes. I had no idea. I feel somehow like that question answers itself. <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal with the froggy chair? I don't know. It's just like, it's an item that is beloved and was missing yeah. and we're thrilled to have it back. It was conspicuously missing. When you yeah. sit down it's, on it, it makes a little noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's What's one of the, the first noise? Animal Crossing items. 
you you'll have to get one to find out. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. I do have a copy of of this game. I've just never played it, played oh. it yet. Uh, go ahead. What? Game. That's better than me. I don't Whoa. even own a copy. What do you mean wow. you have it and you haven't played it? I because I knew I would get this level of judgment. That's why I didn't say <laughs> that. Uh, no, having I, it and I, not uh, playing it is worse than having over, it. Over over you know what I mean, times, not having it. <laughs> over pandemic times I bought uh my uh my got my wife a Switch and so mm-hmm. she I got her Animal Crossing and I got her Link's Awakening. And so we have a hard copy of Animal Crossing that I could play on my Switch. I just have never never even attempted. Ah. That's all. Huh. You wanna know what's worse uh, than that though? Please. Not long ago, I found myself with an absurd amount of Kohl's cash, through reasons I won't explain, but uh, (laughs) I had an option to buy, exactly, I had an option to buy a few Switch games with that Kohl's cash, and my options were Animal Crossing New Horizons, or Paper Mario the Origami King. I chose the Origami King, because I don't make good decisions. (laughs) Well... I, I first want to know about this the, the Coles heist that you're alluding to and, and not talking about. Yeah, I mean, I Animal Crossing, it is a big commitment. It really is. And I mean, that's a, that's understandable. I am, I'm somewhere north of 400 hours in that game. And, and, yes. I, and I regularly tell myself that I have no time to play video games. Yet somehow that happened. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Um, yeah, Mark, what were you super psyched about in the direct? Oh, just everything. Literally everything. <laughs> yeah, right? Everything yeah. they added is what we wanted day one. And Agreed. I'm guessing like COVID delayed like a ton of it. Like it's odd that the game is just going from like 1.3 jumping all the way to 2.0 in the matter yeah. of update. It's a behind the scenes issue that happened, which is understandable. But now that we're getting so much content, it's like, do I restart my island? Like, what should I do? <laughs> oh man, wow. that's deep. That's deep. I could never, I, I don't think I could. Um, there's just so much content coming to the there's game. There's so much. There's and so much. Like, is... Not even like the paid deals, like ignoring the paid DLC, which is like totally. basically a whole nother game in itself. Yes. Just like the regular content we're getting is already fantastic. No, I know. It's it's seriously a lot to take in. And I mean, honestly, like the one thing that they could give me is the ability to just just start a new island. I honestly, I would pay mm-hmm. for that um, because, yeah, my, well, my they did island is jam packed. Um, in New Leaf, they did where they'd sell every single one of your items and you'd get like a total amount of bells to restart your island. When they did the uh, the happy, not happy home academy, the, uh, happy home the, designer, welcome, yeah. the welcome amiibo update because it added a ton to the game and they were like, people may want to restart, so here's the option. And it was nice that they did that. Wow, but, um, that's interesting. I didn't realize because that was such a disaster of a spinoff um, that just left me covered <laughs> in amiibos. Um, but... Well, now that whole spinoff is basically the paid DLC. Uh, well, happy. This is this is harkening more to Happy Home Designer than than the crazy Amiibo. Welcome game Amiibo, yeah, yeah. The Welcome Amiibo yeah. update. Yeah, Welcome Amiibo is like best left forgotten in in, in the past. Do you mean <laughs> Do you mean the uh, the game on the Wii U? Is that what you're? That's what I'm referring to. to. Yeah, is that oh, was it called? No, no. Is that what that Welcome was? Amiibo. No, that's Amiibo Festival. Welcome Amiibo <laughs> was. <laughs> How can I make that mistake? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome that's Amiibo funny. was. Uh, it was an update to Animal Crossing New Leaf that added um, like the the RV section with Harv's campers. Right when ha- yeah, yeah when Harv's campers came in that was and actually it added, pretty cool. Like um, yeah. the Splatoon and Zelda and that was content. Because that came in so late, and I did go back in and checked out our uh, Harv's RV, Harv's creepy RV section, uh, that was <laughs> which wild. is back. We gotta, we gotta talk about Harv at some point. We uh, <laughs> We're all saying that all the time. We need to talk about we Harv. Gotta talk about Harv. Uh, so, okay, question, question for you both. Um, 
Uh, not even as a question so much as a comment. Um, one thing that I actually really appreciated about this direct was the entire vibe of it was really, really low key. Mm. Uh, from the as moment it, it start, be. well, it's funny because we—I mean—we've gotten used to like video game announcements being so bombastic, so over the top, like music slamming in, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But this one started with like way the sound of waves, very, very chill. Somebody going into the coffee shop, sitting down, getting a nice cup of coffee. It was like so just quiet in that's, a way. That's that Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing, man. That's that's what we do. We just hang out on our islands and you know, buy froggy chairs, put them places. <laughs> so <laughs> much the whole game. <laughs> so okay, so Brewster, the the the, ca- the Brewster Cafe thing is a returning thing, right? Yes. Yeah, almost almost everything is a returning thing. Um, I mean, Animal Crossing as a series has a history of sort of bringing back stuff from the past, and usually puts a little bit of a different spin on it. But we've seen Brewster in almost all of the games i don't think brewster's in the first game yeah usually he's just when, not in the first one yeah, yeah i think usually usually when brewster comes like sometimes he sometimes he comes and he has like gyroid storage sometimes he comes and you can get a job working with him as a barista they always put a little spin on it um so yeah brewster's great Cap'n, who i mentioned um in one past game he would take you to a deserted island which was really fun really cool way to earn bells and catch bugs and do weird stuff seems mm-hmm. like they're doing something similar here the highlight for me with Cap'n is Cap'n is another character like kk slider who sings songs and Cap'n's songs are amazing they do yourself are. a favor <laughs> and just like google up Cap'n songs and just like just watch him take his boat across the ocean and sing a song and they are rife with wisdom and they are magnificent. It's just, it's yeah. just a lot of them have like stories and stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's, great. I, it's uh, a lot of little I, details, I, a lot of characters. I, I, that I was, didn't take, go ahead. I, that was just one of the few parts of the direct that, even with me knowing absolutely nothing about Animal Crossing or New Horizons in particular, just hearing Captain's song and that little bit where he's just sailing, sailing on the waves and just this cute little melody, I really appreciated that. Uh, it was a really cool little moment. I, I don't, ha- I didn't take a lot of notes during the thing, but I did write down "Sea Shanties" in all capital letters. <laughs> nice, thought, like yep, that. That, that, that did up. speak to me. Yeah, uh, it's it's the epitome of like unskippable Animal Crossing madness. Like, there's so much in Animal Crossing <laughs> that when you engage in it, there's no way to speed past it for uh, your normal except gamer in, instinct. In New Leaf, he would get mad at you if you, yes, you tap that's right. every button on the controller. <laughs> He'd be like, "You yes. don't want to hear my song," and no, then he'd just drop you off at the island. I think the better question is, <laughs> who would right. ever want to skip through a sea shanty to begin with? So yeah, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Well, they're That's long, really but they're very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so, okay. So the, this whole, it seems as though a lot of the stuff they added to Animal Crossing New Horizons is, and uh, please correct me if I'm being ignorant here, is stuff that you would find in other games of this type, but not necessarily in Animal Crossing. Like they added like a whole farming situation. which Oh, uh, yeah. Is that yeah, they added Animal Crossing, um, or is no, that like a... it was in the uh, the mobile game Pocket Camp. Got it, got so it. this update literally has aspects of every previous Animal Crossing slapped inside of it. Except, like Marty wow. said before, there's like a little bit of a spin on stuff, like the gyroids. This time, instead of being like huge items, they're like little shelf pieces that you can find, and they still like play music and stuff. Yeah, it's it's iterative, iterative in that way that Nintendo games often are, where you know, like now they're finally bringing back all the things that we were hoping and expecting to see. I mean, if you know, if there is a critique to be leveled against New Horizon, it's that like we would love to see a few more new little things. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, for me, the biggest 
new thing is still in, in the fundamentals of the game where you have so much customization of your island itself. So that's like, that's a big deal. And I now I want everything back and I'm glad to have it all back. You can go buy there's, sneakers and get your hair cut and stuff, you know? There's one crazy thing that they added in that I just did not expect. So in the original N64 and GameCube game, there was um, this thing called Aerobics Day. And it was like you met your animals at the... Um, the plaza type area and you would literally all just do stretches and you just leave the controller alone and listen to music but they actually added a motion control mini game where you control your character and do the aerobic stretches which is i totally forgot that that was a throwback you're blowing my mind i that is that is a really awesome new thing that they put in for sure i agree and the other thing is uh in the original you can also um the character gracie who's a giraffe which they didn't show in this presentation but i have a feeling she might show up again i agree she um so for cameron and campbell she was basically like a clothing designer who would come in in this red fancy car and she'd park it somewhere on the map and then you'd have to do a mini game to clean it to get the most expensive clothing in the game but they added that clo- the like the cleaning animation. They added it back in so you could shine up furniture. Right, which is Very crazy strange. to think like this. It, it's such a weird throwback, but something that's so Animal Crossing. So, yeah. you, so you think that's indicative? Like that mechanic, you think is indicative of that other character returning? I don't think Maybe. that character will return, but. It's like, it's just weird that there was this little tiny game where it's like you cleaned her car and it had the same exact animation. And now it's like, it's just weird that they like brought that back of all things. Yeah, that's actually tied, I think, to the DLC, uh, the Shining mechanic. I believe it seems. Uh, like. It might be. There's a there's a lot of stuff in the DLC that I yeah think we haven't will even like make its on, way yeah. into the main game somehow. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like items sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's this big bucket of stuff that we were all hoping to see, and then there's a bunch of cool paid DLC. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so it, to to list it all, it just sounds like stereo instructions. I think to anyone who's not obsessed with Animal Crossing, but um, <laughs> for the Animal Crossing obsessed, you probably already know everything that there is, and. It's great. I'm, I'm thrilled. The biggest thing for me is that it's going to get me back in. I've been pretty lapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go back in for sure. Uh, I think I'll go back in and I'll probably go back in pretty hard. We'll see. Probably me you know too. Actually, Especially with the new Archipelago Islands and how you can customize houses with the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So, Marty, that's a that's a great point, uh, what, you, what you just said. So obviously the, the diehard fans who are listening to this, the people who like already are into Animal Crossing, are like listening to Campbell and I being like yeah, yeah you guys you, this is not for you but I think for I think for for people like you and Mark this is like a great opportunity to like oh goodness this is perfect this now is the best time to dive back in is there anything that you're like specifically oh my gosh they they brought this back this is going to be the best thing ever like what what's like what's the I know we've been saying wow, this added everything that I wish was in the game for the beginning, but is there anything that you're like, wow, this is actually the thing that I've been really looking forward to? No, everything combined is the big hook. It's just more Animal Crossing, and we needed... The thing about New Horizons was that it needed more content. It was clearly something that was going to be developed like Splatoon in a way where the content was being streamed over the year, but that clearly didn't happen because of COVID. So this feels like literally a year's worth of content crammed into one update. 
Yeah, I mean, and Animal Crossing is is all about the culmination of a lot of little things and and enjoying little things, the little moments. It's really quiet, per your observation of like the way that the direct itself was was styled. And this adds so many more of those little things to do that that we missed. And you know, for me personally, my thing that I love the most seeing is gyroids because I love seeing little robots dance around um, and and move to music. But, um, you know, who knows? Somebody else might be thrilled to be able to get their haircut. And I'll also go and get my haircut. Like, it's just so, it's just so many little things. Um, per the idea of for new people, there is a new thing that they also announced that skipped right past my ears pretty much, but there is like a new app for newbies. If new people come in, they have like a new thing that helps you get acclimated. Um, so they are trying to, I think, bring in new people, but I think that they're also paying a lot of attention to the 30, 30 million people who downloaded this game. Almost 40 <laughs> so, million at this yeah. point. That's so wild. Um, oh, another, another question. So this might spin off into a into a different uh, direction, but I'm just curious what you guys think about this. They said uh, pretty early on in that direct, or maybe towards the end of that direct, actually, this is the last free update for the game, and this is the last. I can't remember if they said it's the last paid DLC or not, but they no, did say they didn't say that part. But they, they didn't say it's the last free one. So right, right before, yeah, right before they announced the the paid DLC, which was a surprise, they were like, "This is the final free update." Which, if it hadn't been that huge, would be a problem. But it was huge, and if I and I could right. nit, nitpick about like there are a few things I wish that they had added, um, but all all told, like it's it's amazing. So, well, such as. Um, just some little things. Normally the store that you buy all of your stuff from, Nookington's, it's called, no, it's called Nook's Cranny in this one, um, expands and like grows as a shop. And I really mm -hmm. miss that. Um, I don't know. That's one of the biggest things I miss. Uh, they, they, they covered so much good stuff, really. Mark, is there anything that you're like sad? I mean, you could say like, I wish I, they had Nintendo games in it again, but like whatever. <laughs> they're never going to do that again. Yeah, that they're was never the going to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. But uh, I would we'll love to, to see, that. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see more like Nintendo like items. Totally. Like, I love how in New Leaf how you had like the Master Sword and the R-Wing and all this ridiculous stuff you could put in your no. house because that was I awesome. Mean, I but had an obsessive collection of, of all that stuff. Um, and I do like the way... That, so in this, they had... A, the last actually big DLC drop that they did, which was which was free, was all Mario stuff that mm -hmm. you could yeah. download. And I actually really liked it. They did a great job, and they added a warp pipe to the island, which is mm -hmm. a super a fun, changer. Yeah. weird mechanic to add to your island. And it's like really great, iconic stuff. I would love more of that tied to franchises for sure. I think that they will do that, though. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Otherwise, also, I mean, they added the, uh, you know, the marketplace with Harv. That's yeah. obviously needed because we all wanted, like, a lot of those characters back, especially um, the fortune teller, Katrina. And, yeah. You know, and, th and there nobody's... was just, um, there was stuff that was needed. And it's like, they're all back. Like, even I love the poodle Harriet. Like, that's one of my oh, yeah. favorite characters. And it's like, it's great to see that she's back. And even yeah. if it's like something so small and it's in like a little marketplace area, it's just, it's good to see them, that they're back, and you can finally just use them again. I even love that, like, Red's Antiques is there, because, like, mm -hmm. so Red's Antiques is this really obscure thing, a great character who's this grifter who shows up, and sometimes sells you real art, and sometimes sells you fake art. It's a game within a game, but 
in the end, at the end, you're trying to populate your museum with genuines, and it's impossible because of his like drop rate. And so that he'll be in a marketplace, like that's a big deal. Just a bunch <laughs> of little things. Um, but to separate that out, there is the paid DLC is like a whole other thing. And I, and I, I'm sure I, as an Animal Crossing fan, and you probably too, Mark, hope for more paid DLC. And this is just the beginning. But this is like a robust paid DLC where you're able to go to other islands. Um, animals will request that you decorate their spaces there's other spaces there that you can decorate in specific ways and then the other really cool takeaway from it is it gives you a new subtle tool suite to use for decoration um, Mm -hmm. that you'll then be able to uh, import back to your home island and it's small things but they make a big difference Um, so it's like you can make slightly shorter counters you can add pillars you can affect the lighting in your environment it's just like really plussing Mm -hmm. up your ability to decorate your home and that's a big sell for me yeah that's a good point we also didn't touch upon which is there's a lot of quality of life changes in here like i love how you can have the toolbox outside and you can instantly access your closet from anywhere on the map that would be so useful in so many situations when we needed it so it's great that they finally put that in but i don't think I feel like the update, the DLC is going to get its own like free updates in a sense, hmm. if that makes sense. So you're going to pay for the DLC and then they're going to be like, oh, there's more to this. It was like a, you know, like a one time pay, like we're adding these little things in here and there. But I do think that in the future, there's going to be even more paid DLC. And I think also with the Amiibo cards and stuff like that, I think they're going to try and sort of capitalize on the game in just ways of outside of the game with you know like stuff like amiibo that interacts with it like i don't think it's the end of the free updates necessarily in you know quotations Mm -hmm. but i do think that this paid dlc will be expanded upon further in the future that's an optimistic take i hadn't thought of it that way i like that um either way like i'm fine with where they're leaving this at 2.0 and then and then having me buy into the paid um yeah, that's very interesting to think about it in terms of like maybe they'll add more to the paid and maybe that's part of their forthcoming online strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention. We'll get to that in a little bit. Well, yeah, but so, I do. I, there's yeah, so much we'll potential to, to keep expanding this. It, it can keep going for so long. But the thing is, is that I, I, I don't know. I don't feel like they're going to keep being like, oh, here's another DLC and another and another if to pay for it. Like, I feel like this is going to be a one-time payment and then they're going to try and use, like you said, the online plan to try and like coax people into it. Well, I hope you're right. I think that's optimistic. I, yeah, I think that there's a good chance that if you're in the online plan, they'll add things that just come in mm-hmm. or they'll be like, And they've, pay they've done it dollars. before because if you yeah. go on the eShop right now, you could download a bunch of free Animal Crossing items if you mm-hmm. have the online. There's like a few different like rug and just clothing items that you could download. Oh, yeah. No, I constantly check that stuff. I mean, I, I have, yeah, I, I love all of the little seasonal items that they, that they give you. Oh, Animal Crossing. I can't wait to be back all the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, it's so it's, much it's, less stressful than, than the no, Metroid Dread. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. I, oh, man, I, wanna, I, wanna, I would love to hear your thoughts on Dread in a minute here. Um, I, I, think the, I think the interesting thing about this whole... It's like... Uh, how, do I even, how do I even frame this? Like, seeing all these great updates to this game come in at this point... It feels kind of like when you uh, when when a, uh, what am I trying to say? Like when when uh, when you when you wait long enough and you get like Pokemon Crystal, 
Do you know what I mean? Or like you 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 skip out on the first version of the game, and then in in six or eight months you get the you know the definitive director's cut edition or whatever they call mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so of course. It, it really does right. That's kind of what it feels like right now with Animal Crossing. Like I I, mm-hmm. I kind of assumed that like well I, I missed the boat on Animal Crossing. Not really my kind of game. Like I'm fine, but now I'm like well it's got all this cool stuff. Stuff in there, you can get a music box. Like that's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's from the older games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Music box. The, well, the, the instruments in general are wonderful in this game. It's, there's definitely great. a game within a game for that. Um, yeah. I have a whole, I have a whole room in my house that's all musical instruments and like a really beautiful, subtle thing that Animal Crossing does is like you know you get a little tape player. In my in my case, I have like a, a an old reel to reel player. You play any song by KK Slider on it. You fill a room or a space on your island with instruments and when you play your instrument it'll pitch to it and and you can like play wow. along i know I've, I've had like jam sessions with like a bunch of people in this room playing <laughs> with wow. kk slider and it's, well, it's just I so think... cool there's so oh, many we didn't even we like didn't even that. get to mention that marty there's new kk new songs kk right songs <laughs> which is weird yeah. we've we've never gotten that in like know, an update, really at least for new leaf you know we never got yeah, new kk yeah. songs yeah, bring me that KK polka. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that, that didn't exist hilarious. already. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, so big funny. KK fan. Uh, um, so, I, I, Campbell, I'm gonna, I want to ask you: um, Are are you like even mildly interested in in Animal Crossing, like as a concept, or is this this game like completely missed you? It's completely missed me. Yeah, I am absolutely not interested in the slightest. And in fact, hearing wow. Marty and Mark be so excited about it just makes me more embittered in my soul. Um, <laughs> Campbell, we're going to put you on the archipelago island that's completely empty and uncared for. That's where you sit, and then everyone else who enjoys Animal Crossing is on like the beautiful side of it. You see, I don't this... think there's anything wrong with that, man. You know, I mean, it's like it's it's not for everybody. It's like it's, no, it's definitely it's, it's, it's not a for deeply everybody. non-competitive game. <laughs> you um, see, I really feel like Animal Crossing was one of those games where you had to be there when it came out, right? And it was just this cultural touchstone. Everybody was playing. Everybody was involved with it. And in my friend group, I was the only one who wasn't part of it just because I'm a curmudgeon, I guess. I don't know. I can't even come up with a good reason as to why I wasn't. I just don't really like Life Sims all that much. Sure. Um, but, you know, I will say that all this new content is really cool. And watching the direct, even if it meant nothing to me, I couldn't help but smile every now and again because it's just so charming and sweet. So this is the kind of game where if it were by any other company, I would say, well, when it's on sale, I'll pick it up. But this is Nintendo we're talking about. So I probably won't ever pick it up at this rate. But you know, Yeah, no, we'll I think you hit it You hit it right in the head, man. I mean, you're not that interested in Life Sims, so there's no real reason to play it. Like, I have that case. I mean, I, I have that inside me for Smash Brothers. And, like, I... Oh, wow. I... All, I always buy Smash anyways because it has so much Nintendo ephemera attached to it, but I cannot for the life of me get into it. I love fighting games and I don't love Smash, but I'm so happy for everyone who gets so happy about all the Smash stuff. You know, it's like, I mean, that's that's the Nintendo love that we all share where it's like, yeah, they're doing such a good job there for you and I'm glad for you, <laughs> you know? Um, you can tell it's super good. <laughs> it's like, it's really good for people who like it. And it's great. Yeah. Me watching the direct this morning—that's the exact experience. So totally, I watched the Smash Direct too, and that's like a, such a like a Nintendo thing. Like, who sits down and watches whole directs for games that they're not even that interested? In? I mean, I guess we are games journalists, so it's sort of in our wheelhouse. But I would anyways. 
<laughs> exactly. And the Smash Direct was weird because I don't even like Kingdom Hearts, but I still loved what uh, what Sora's inclusion meant for the game. So, you know, it's 100%. all about appreciating what the games do, even if it's not for you, per se. I, I am not into Kingdom Hearts, and I'm not into Smash Brothers, and I loved that moment. I was like, I was totally there for it. Like, just hats off, Nintendo. Keep keep it going. Yeah, it's, it's uh, always a... It's so funny. It's always interesting to see kind of who comes out of the woodwork uh, to get excited about these these kinds of things. It's, it's it's often the people you expect, and also there's like the you know the whole other group of people who who you wouldn't expect. You know, it's like I, I feel like this might be the, because Animal Crossing is now kind of in the conversation again. I feel like this is going to spur a lot of people to uh, well to, to do what you just. This is, this is my roundabout way of saying exactly what you just said, Marty. It's going to get a lot of people back into the game. I think. As well as probably a lot of new people. It's getting uh, me be- back in. Right, right. Well, and and like through that, it's probably going to be like people who were like, wait, Animal Crossing, didn't that come out two years ago? And you're going to be like, no, no, no. They added all this great new stuff. And they're going to be like, okay, I guess now I'll pick it up. You know, I feel well, like you're going to go, yeah. Yeah, and I hope it does bring in new people. And I think it's, it's just a really important point to look at where it's like, well, I just don't like Life Sims, so it's probably not for me. And if that's the case, like, no, it's not for you. But if the perspective is, oh, I missed the boat, and and now I can't play like that's t- I think that if, if it looks interesting to you, you should still pick it up. That said, um, there's a slow burn when you first pick up the game. I don't know if they're going to remedy that at all for new players. But when you first get in, like you don't have all the tools at your disposal, no matter what. Like there's a robust tool suite for customizing the terrain of your island that opens up after, gosh, I don't even know how many hours of play. Like it takes a long time until mm-hmm. that aspect opens it up also- to you. Marty, I'll always say this. It didn't help that we were stuck indoors. And literally the first day I got Animal Crossing New Horizons, I put like four hours in. And this is the type of game where I usually log in for 10 to 30 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I was doing that every single day. So. My yeah. island is just ridiculously built out. It's absurd. We've we have built a whole side zoo, the better than Blathers <laughs> Zooseum, that competes with Blathers. <laughs> wow, you're trying to run trying to run Blathers off this island, it sounds like. Yeah, he's he's just a huckster. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong, I love Blathers. I love Blathers. You're all right, Blathers. You're all right. Let, let the record show that Marty is pro Blathers. All right. Um that's great, and it's funny. And there's so many little little thingies that were revealed in this direct that I would have never even thought about. Like when they showed that character, kind of sidle through the narrow spaces. Oh I thought yes, that was, what a great that was, addition! That was is it? I have no idea. I thought that was hilarious because I was like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, that it's, it's walking. fantastic because everyone in Animal Crossing always tries to use these small rooms and put as much detail in as possible to give it as much personality. But the problem is you can never sit in your furniture because it needs to have this open space. But now that you can crawl between it, you can actually interact with everything in the room now. Is it like a tile yeah. situation? Like you have to be a yeah, certain yeah, amount of yeah, tile. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah, you can okay. navigate a half a tile now. I'll say this uh, wow. to that point. Sometimes less is more in an Animal Crossing room. But, um, <laughs> but it, I, it, it, is, it, is, it is cool. And I actually, I was surprised to see it because I, I, I'm embarrassed to admit I thought it was already in there. But I was like, oh, that's not in there. Froggy chair. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, so distracted by the, the shining brilliance of the froggy chair. Um, I guess... Okay, this is a this is a we're gonna ask this question live on the air with everybody. Is now the point where we transition into talking about 
pricing structure and <laughs> like I don't know. Do we want to just kind of roll through, or do we want to take a break yeah. and come back to oh, that? No, well, let's just let's just take the stab. I, I think it's beautiful because despite <laughs> like like Nintendo gave us the most illogical <laughs> announcement of that of all time in the oh like in the, in the three quarter mark of this direct about Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the so way, it only makes sense for the, us yeah. to just drop it out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. So uh, yeah, towards as as we just said, kind of towards the tail end of this direct, they were like, oh. Also, it's going to cost us much. Oh, and you know what? It's going to come bundled with the Nintendo 64 stuff that we heard about a couple weeks back. All right, bye. Like, <laughs> kind of very ill-explained, I thought, at least, um, a structure for releasing this DLC. Because it, it, it seemed as though, all right, you got your free update, you got your paid DLC, that's it. Pretty uncomplicated. But now this kind of raises some other questions. Mark brought up last week. Uh, he, he he messaged me last week. Like, wait a second. If you're signed up to the new expanded version of Nintendo Switch Online that includes the Animal Crossing DLC, what happens if that subscription lapses? Do you lose all the all the? I don't know. Does your wallpaper get like torn off the wall? Like, how does that work? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Personally, yeah. comes in. Yeah, the, re- the repo man comes by. Like, <laughs> So like know, a little bat you... in his hand. Um, they vaguely addressed that. That was my big question too, um, because it is a, it's actually an important weird detail, though far beyond yeah. intended to address important yeah. weird details. Get, I did see that uh, GameSpot reached out to Nintendo about that, and they said that you'll lose access to the Archipelago Island, but you'll like be able to keep your items and upgrades. Yeah, I think that the mechanics that it introduces to your house. I was mentioning like how you can do some really specific stuff, like change the levels of counters and dumb stuff that is way too important to me. I think things like that and items will stay, but you would lose access to that whole other new region, which feels very specific. Um, Interesting. And it would yeah. probably it would probably preclude you from getting like additional, uh, you know, new items or whatever, or additional characters. Probably. Yeah. Or something probably. like that, right? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Nintendo didn't think super hard about the strategy. <laughs> <laughs> With all my love for Nintendo, I can call it like I see it there. That's my vibe. I hate that you're right. What does this DLC do for me, though? Now they're thinking in terms of the price increase. If you have Animal Crossing, you know, maybe getting this $25 DLC bundled in, that's a pretty good deal. But if you don't have Animal Crossing, I'm paying $30 more for some N64 and Genesis games. And this is going in, you know, a little bit of a tangent here. But it's such an odd incentive to have. Whereas, yes, it does incentivize 30 million people who own Animal Crossing. But what about the other 50, 60 million people who own Switches? You know, it's not an incentive that appeals to everyone. And by everyone, I mean specifically me. (laughs) Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, like, I'm on the other side of it where, you know, it makes sense for me but i'm also like aware enough of the situation to be like well i'm glad that this makes sense for me like i'm on the winning side this time but because i would have just bought that 25 dollars thing and i definitely like i would have happily paid ten dollars more maybe twenty dollars more for the n64 and uh and genesis stuff but like honestly the 50 feels like a slap if you're not playing animal crossing so the hope is that they add other stuff i guess but you don't well, know it's, and it's they just they don't have it's a great weird. track record at this point because over no. the past year we've had like five nes games and two super nintendo games and end up on the service and how many of those do you actually want to play you Zero. know exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah we yeah. should okay we should we should back up a teeny tiny bit so yeah. 
the uh, as as they as you all have alluded to, so the they kind of shadow drop this announcement. The new pricing structure for Nintendo Switch Online, they call the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, uh, mm-hmm. an allusion to the N64 Expansion Pack from back in the day that let players play Majora's Mask and Donkey Kong 64, and that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> but that's a better question, though. Why isn't Donkey Kong 64 even announced for the service yet when it's called Expansion Pack? Kind of funny, right? Yeah. So I guess I guess the question becomes, and not to do too much theorizing here, because we've done a lot of theorizing on this podcast about like, oh, what's Nintendo going to add? Blah, blah, blah. But I think this does bring up an interesting point. They're calling it the expansion pack. It is launching with a, a paid DLC for Animal Crossing. Are we hoping to see more paid DLC? Or like, you know, what would be paid DLC for other games? Are we Are we hoping to see like... I don't know. Are they going to bundle in Smash Ultimate stuff? Like, I don't know. I was what, thinking what, what, what about are we, that. What yeah. do you think about this? That would be so odd, considering how many people have already spent fifty dollars on both DLC packs for Smash Ultimate, right? Right. And especially if they do go with this model of retroactively, you know, providing DLCs or bundling them into this subscription, that would probably anger a lot of people who've already paid paid for those services, you know? And if it goes into the future, another approach would be to, like, you know, include some DLCs bundled in, but then also have the option to pay for them separately, like we have with Animal Crossing. But to me, that just complicates things so much more, especially if you're targeting, like, a more, say, casual audience like you'd have with Animal Crossing, people who may not necessarily be tuned in to understanding the full pricing schemes and availability models of these different offerings so it just seems pretty convoluted to me yeah yeah it's, Go ahead. it's pretty bananas i don't i don't know what they were thinking it just it would just make so much sense if there was just a tier for you to just get the old school games and then have animal crossing in it as well i don't it's it's so weird it, i think yes they should have the possibility of other potentially paid DLC be part of it later. But you're right. That does make it really convoluted. Like I could imagine them doing it with, for instance, Splatoon 3. Seems like probably a good mm. category, right? Yeah. That comes mm. out and they have something, like maybe it's cool extra outfits or some other one-player activity or something like that. But like even at that, it's 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 weird. It's a weird structure. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't it's know. Stra- I would call it strange at best. So it's... Um... And I think part of it is the, the the promise of Nintendo Switch Online has always been theoretical, right? Like it's 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 always been like, oh, what are we gonna get? Who knows? I feel as though Nintendo has always been very coy with the games they're gonna drop on Switch Online, uh, and I think that's still the case. Like even even in the announcement during the uh, Nintendo Direct from a few weeks back. They they tease you know here's the ten games that it's gonna start with and then like maybe there will be future ones and they gave a you know a, a short list of titles but even then it's not like here's the games you're gonna get within the first year here's what you're gonna get by Christmas you know it's just very much like oh who knows you're gonna get it at some point like Majora's Mask it's coming maybe like I think this expansion pack thing is just more of that is what it feels like to me like oh you'll yeah. maybe get yeah. some more expand who knows what you'll get you know and that kind of rose me the wrong way to be honest exactly. it does it's it's really sketchy in a sense because it's not like playstation you know plus where it's like hey you're gonna get three games a month and that's definitive like at least nintendo could say a game a month like just give us something right but instead well, it's like the switch online with you know the nes and the snes it's like 
we get games out of the blue. There are months where there's nothing. There's a month where there's something. There's a month where sometimes we'll get five games. Other times we'll get two. Maybe we'll get one special. It's like it's all over the place and has no order. But I feel like... I, I don't know. They just it, it doesn't this whole plan is convoluted. And then the Sega Genesis stuff is just weird. Like I yeah. you know, I love Castlevania Bloodlines, but I I really don't need to pay extra to have all those oh, games. Whoa, this okay, hold on, yeah. hold on one second. I, I could go on a tangent on, on actually what's going on with that Genesis. That that the the the, Ge- the Genesis pack is actually really good and what I'm more interested in. There are some yeah, same here. gems in there, like serious I know, but gems. they're all the, the problem is they're all already on Switch. Even Castlevania Bloodlines, all yes, these yeah, games exactly. are in Genesis collections already. Exactly. You could buy I, everything I in this. Yeah, you said it last time. Yeah, you said it last time. There's a game that has quite literally i think almost 98 percent of the titles that are up there yeah i think castlevania bloodlines is the only one that's not in that collection now here's something yeah. that's better than that though you now have a three separate ways to play sonic 2 on switch and next year you'll have a fourth way to <laughs> fourth play it way. with the new yeah. sonic collection coming out oh now God. the argument could be made that sonic 2 is such a masterpiece that you'd want to pay sega four times to <laughs> play this a, incredible game it's wonderful it's a very good game yeah, yeah and the yeah. issue is a lot of these genesis games i adore the genesis these are some of my favorite games of all time especially there's fantasy star 4 included in oh, here so i good. love that game and as love i mentioned before game. That was my first article for Goomba Stomp. I have very much a lot of sentimental attachment to that game. So the idea that more people could have access to what is a very niche, unknown RPG, that's awesome. That's why it's also such a shame that it's behind a $50 paywall when the Genesis Classics collection often goes on sale for like $10. So if you really wanted to play not only Fantasy Star 4, but like 40 other Genesis games that aren't included in the Switch Online subscription... You should just pay for that rather than get the expansion pack. So I really don't get this business model. Exactly, exactly. It's not tied to a subscription at all. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. I'm, you guys I'm a high excited level... for Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm a like, good... I'm a high level patsy for the Genesis pack. In um, uh, your point is 100% correct. I can and should just buy that Genesis collection. I'm also just as happy to have that folded into the subscription that I'm already going to pay for. Yeah. My, but my yeah. thing is, like. For me, the way that it was structured before was fine. Like $20 a year, here's what here's what I'm here for. I'm here to play Super Metroid. I'm here to play A Link to the Past. I'm here to play, you know, the games. These are the Nintendo games. Like, they're on there. They can drip feed some other weird nonsense games that I, I never care about for as long as they want and as illogical of a pace as they want. As long as I can go in and play A Link to the Past and Super Metroid, I will pay $20 a year to do it. But... Then, if you want to add the N64 catalog and sure, Genesis 2, like that should then be maybe another $10. Like, this is where they've gone off the rails for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. and and you can also get the Animal Crossing stuff. And I'm like, sure, that works for me, you guys. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to subscribe and I'm going to buy controllers too. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they're, I, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. We are, we are confounded. Uh, it was a mm-hmm. confounding decision. It truly all. was. And that's the thing with the Switch Online subscription. It's never been that great. You know, to be honest, for us who really love retro games, it's pretty fun. And its saving grace has always been 
it's only twenty dollars a month. That's a third 100%. of the of the price uh, a, a, for Xbox. Twenty dollars a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, sorry, twenty dollars yeah. a year. Not a month. Oh no, not twenty. If it were a month, that I would be, be... <laughs> not quite so optimistic about it. Even yeah. as much as I love a link to the past, but that's a different issue. Um, but with it being only a third of the price for uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live, you know that's not bad. Yeah. But now it's the price has increased 150 percent for the yeah. expansion pack and i don't yeah. feel like we've gotten 150 percent additional value through well, and, it and that's the and that's the tricky thing and again not to not to we i feel like we always end up talking about like what what should things cost um it's like at the grand scheme of things 50 dollars a year is not that much money what four dollars a month that's like not that much guys Right? No, that's what, and yeah, that's what course. I said when it mm-hmm. dropped, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, no, that that's true." But also, just like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense. It's just a point of comparison. Does it merit yeah, not exactly. just fifty dollars, but does it yeah. merit the thirty dollar increase? You know, right? It's also another situation where Nintendo is not being specific about things. Like with Switch Online, when the SNES games came out, it was like we didn't know that was happening. They just shadow dropped, it and it was a great addition. Same thing with Pac Man ninety nine, Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, but with yeah. this, it's like. Okay, well, if we're gonna shell out like Campbell's at a hundred and fifty extra percent, like, can you at least throw us a bone? Like, what we may get in the future? Yeah, like, like if we have Zelda ninety nine coming out, you know, next year, and it's only for the expansion pack, that might make me a bit more eager to shell out the extra money to get this really cool online battle royale. But for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes, at this point, we don't really know if anything else is going to be locked behind that expansion pack that won't be available for the base model. No, and, and they probably will do something else, and, and but it's just so annoying that they present it this way. You're just like, <laughs> guys, what is, I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I looked at it and made the same calculation. I was like, $4 a month, I would have paid for the Animal Crossing DLC anyways. Win for me, but what a bummer. And this is such a great case study, actually, here to see a split in the middle, because I was like thinking of guys like you, who it's like, if you don't play Animal Crossing, this sucks <laughs> it's just like, like, and it really just this. sucks here's the other great part marty i don't know if you have a family plan account but this is great i don't because no, my, yeah. my brother plays animal crossing my girlfriend plays animal crossing i play animal crossing it, this oh, is wow. you know oh, a so... massive coverage deal you know oh wow hmm. that's a huge savings you would have to pay 25 per per person cop- but now oh, instead wow. since i just play the pay the family plan that's it we all now have access wow. to it. Wow, yeah. that's so, huge savings. Yeah, that's actually, actually tremendous. That, yeah. that like that. That's insane. Wow. That's so, but bad. again, like I almost feel like that's like a happy accident. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that yeah, is. Honestly, like I don't think See, there's like, a Nintendo boardroom being like, "See what we did there?" They're like, "Oh yeah, it, look at that." <laughs> Really it's good for someone like you, Marty, because you know so many people that play Animal Crossing and you play online with friends. And That's if you just true. go to them and just all cash in for a deal for one year, it's like it's a massive oh, savings. You know? Man, it's gonna be my HBO Max all over again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh that that being said, I, I would absolutely like pay for the privilege to play Star Fox sixty four mm-hmm. um yeah. on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, at any oh, I can't wait time. for the N64 games. It's going to be my no, first I, time playing Ocarina of Time. Oh, oh my God. your first time playing Ocarina of Time? Wow. Yeah, I watched my brother it's play cool. through a little bit of it on 3DS. But Wow, that'll be cool to get your <laughs> yeah. get your read on that. I can't wait to hear what you think about yeah, that. That's here. fun. Yeah. And that's the and Majora's Mask. Yeah, and that's the beauty of this kind of collection. You know, yeah. the N64 isn't easily accessible anymore. These are all-time classics. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, even Banjo-Kazooie and Star Fox 64. Personally, I'm, I'm really having excited. having Banjo-Kazooie yeah. portably in bed at night. 
It is going to be sold. insane. Personally, I'm excited <laughs> for Sin and Punishment as well, because that's oh, yes, a niche yeah. game I've heard about mm-hmm. a lot before, but never gotten the chance to play, because I don't think it even came out in the West, right? It did. I remember, yeah, I remember reading, coming West. I remember reading previews of that game in Nintendo Power years and years and years ago, and being like, wow, this game looks sick, and then it just never came out. Yep, <laughs> totally. It's a, yeah. a very classic Nintendo Power experience. Um yeah, I, and the Genesis stuff, I have no idea. I have, I have zero attachment to Genesis. Uh, I, I want to get one of those mini mini Genesis consoles. I'm trying to collect all the mini consoles. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, it's just you know, it's a side project. I'm trying to trying to get done here. But other than that, like I don't see myself paying for a full year worth of subscribing. I don't know. I well. I, Here's know. an interesting thing too that I was thinking about, where it's like I I can definitely see myself paying for the year because I'm like, okay, great, I'm psyched about this Animal Crossing thing. But all, but then I'm like, but wait, what's what's going on in a year, Nintendo? Like, <laughs> like I don't know if I'm going to care about like this DLC in a year. They better mm-hmm. have put some stuff down, basically in a year, or I will not stay on with them for fifty dollars a year. Exactly. Like there needs right. to be some seriously big yeah. swings, you know? Yeah. Um, like my subscription. I think it goes until like Christmas Day or something to that effect. Um, I will pay the prorated fee to just, you know, get access to the expansion pack, see what it's like. But I really don't foresee myself uh, trying to renew that subscription. Because on the one hand, playing Streets of Rage 2 online, that sounds incredible, you know. But I don't really, I don't really, it doesn't really have that much value to me to spend $50 a year just to do that. Or just to play Star Fox 64 when I already have that on my Wii Virtual Console or my Wii U Virtual Console. And I can always dig that back up or I can get the 3DS copy. So, yeah. Definitely not. I know. Like, I mean, these are games that like, it's like, I like having them there. Like I like having like favorite books on my shelf. Like I dip (laughs) my toes in. It's pretty rare. Like every once in a while I'll go in for like a run through a link to the past or something. But like, I don't have a lot of time to play video games. I want to play new stuff. You know, it's just like, that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. And I mean, personally speaking, the most important games to me are all on the super Nintendo, you know, a link to the past, super Metroid. Those are the games that mean the most to me. I've talked about before, but link to the past is a game that I play every holiday season. It's my Christmas game basically yeah so i will always keep that 20 dollars subscription because those games will always keep me coming back i don't really have an equivalent on the n64 or on the genesis because i have that's another problem with that console the the, you know the n64 just has a very small library of first party nintendo games the quality is super Mm -hmm. high on you know no doubt well but we're gonna run out of games (laughs) (laughs) chorus of wells there yeah Yeah, we're gonna be very interesting to hear what you think about ocarina having not played it when it came out yeah. I, I would love to hear because i mean i well, have even, full appreciation playing, for that game but well you know. yeah but even not playing zelda it's like you got banjo kazooie you got yeah. well i have mario 64 already with the all-star collection but you have paper mario it's but like what you have star Winback? fox 64 you got pokemon snap <laughs> win back <laughs> oh my god um but the games those... the games are there but the thing is, they, is that this this they... lineup is gonna run out fast it's gonna yeah. be they gone are there... soon it's interesting. There's like a whole conversation that I don't want to open the can of worms of about the N64 and its library and the replayability. Like, I love and appreciate that time in Nintendo gaming. I don't think it's as aged as well as the Super Nintendo. Whoa, yeah, shots fired. Um, and yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go back to play Ocarina as often as I am to A Link to the Past. I know some people disagree, mm-hmm. but like, um, I'm, same for me with M- uh, Mario 64 and playing Super Mario World. Like, I feel like the 3d versions of those games has been perfected on the switch i'm much more likely to play breath of the wild and i'm much more likely to play odyssey if i'm feeling like being in those 3d worlds i don't know uh geez 
I'm on a high yeah. horse now. No, no, no. It's I, I, I think <laughs> no, I agree it's, with you. I think we should. I think that's a. You bring up a great point, uh, Marty. I think we should table it there because we're going to come back to this um, at some point. Like, I, Mark, I know you're going to get this. You're going to get this uh, online subscription. So we'll we'll circle back with you. You know, after you've played some mm-hmm. of these 64 games and and uh, comes out October 28th, I believe. So yeah, ne- oh. next week or week week and a half. Um, so we'll, we'll circle back maybe in like a month or something just to be like, all right, how are we feeling about this Animal Crossing update? How are we feeling about Nintendo 64 games? Like, I would be very curious to hear. Maybe we can get Rick on here to talk about F-Zero uh, X, which is actually a, a fantastic, oh, yeah. a fantastic <laughs> nice. video game. And I would it actually, is. one of the few games that I would, uh, that I would like, okay, that, that would be value for me. Like, that would justify the, the cost of subscription to me. But um, Painful value, but good. Oh, yes. it's such a good game. Uh, but Painful. let's... Let's call it there for this discussion about Animal Crossing and Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. Unless there's anything else we want to say to kind of wrap it up. No, I guess I, I would go on I guess and on, I would, but thanks. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I guess I would, I would point. I would point listeners to Marty's article, um, everything from the Animal Crossing New Horizons 2.0 Nintendo Direct over on Goomastop. A, a pretty exhaustive list of uh, all the stuff that's been added here, and uh, very very easily digestible. If you're just looking for like a quick quick hits. Uh, it's a great little article about all that kind of stuff. And I imagine you'll have updates as you dig into this stuff yourself mm-hmm. in about a week and a half here, Marty. Yes, all as your intrepid Animal Crossing correspondent, yes. <laughs> gonna gonna need those updates. Uh, so let's, uh, let's take a quick little break here. We're going to be right back, and Mark's going to tell us about... <laughs> we're going to end the show on a... Oh, God. Wait, wait, listen, we're going to come back and talk about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. So hang tight, and we shall return. So hot off the heels of uh, all this fantastic Nintendo news, we had all this Animal Crossing Direct. We had a Nintendo Direct just a couple weeks previous to that. Uh, Sora, brand new Smash Ultimate char- character, just dropped uh, at the time of this recording today, I think. Maybe yesterday. Uh, and then on the other side of that, we have a less successful uh, platform fighter. Mark, why don't you take it away and tell us a little bit about Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. In the words of Mr. Krabs. Do you know why we made Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, Cameron? 
No. Money. Money. Prince money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, this boy. game is the the people online saying that this game has a higher quality than Super Smash Brothers. I'm not even going to try and compare it to Smash Brothers first of all because it's a very different kind of game. It's inspired okay. by Smash Brothers, but it is pure degeneracy what I'm seeing online. <laughs> Pure wow. degeneracy. I have I like... never played something so horrifically put together, just so incredibly bad that I oh, wow. can't even begin to like. It, I, I I just don't even know where to start. It, it's a mess. The whole thing <laughs> is a mess. It's awful. Wow. It is so bad. How did someone at Nickelodeon look at this? They looked at the hype. They looked at the trailers. They did everything, and they went. This is ready to go. No, it's not. This looked like it was in development for three months. And they said, you got to get it out. Deadline's next week. It, it is so horrifically put together. And it's such a shame because the concept is so good. But so I'll start it off at this. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. If you don't know, somehow, <laughs> if you don't know at this point, it's wow, a Smash Brothers-like clone from the people at Ludosity. And the horrifying game mill, which might as well be a puppy mill at this point, because it, it is so horrific how they pump shit out at a non-stop basis. Everything they pump out is horrible. It's, it's always reeking of garbage aspects. And this is not, this did, did not ex escape anything. It is so horrifically put down by game mills aspects like the lack of voice acting and just the lazy cleanup and the bugs and the sound design and it's so all over the place I, I literally cannot believe that you have a game where you can play as avatar ang and fight spongebob in the phantom zone from uh, from danny phantom and it's garbage what, what did they do like how did they, how did they f this up it's yeah. incredible. I've never seen something so poorly put together. And so, so it's not wanna... even that the gameplay, the gameplay is not even that bad. It's just everything else around it is like taking a dump on it. Okay, so we gotta drill we gotta drill down there because that's that was my next question for you was so it's a it's a it's a two D fighting game. Mm -hmm. Right? Four like players up to. A, 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 up to four player 2D fighting game. So it's like pretty chaotic. Players are jumping around, fighting each other. Mm -hmm. So like on a base level, you just said that the gameplay is not like terrible, but you no, said everything surround you said everything surrounding it uh, doesn't quite work. Is what awful. does that yeah. what does that mean? Okay, so the gameplay is um since it's from Ludosity who created Slap City. So Slap City was like, it's sort of inspired by Smash Brothers, but it kind of has like a mix of Brawlhalla into it. So it is like Smash Brothers where, you know, it's a 2D platforming and you're able, you know, you have the different fighting mechanics unique to some of the um, characters, but it's like the same skeleton. It's like how you have the up B to recover and how you have your light hit and your harder hit and like all that stuff. But there's differences between this and Smash Brothers. Like there's no smash attack and the grabbing is like a bit different and there's no like edge guarding so there's like the slight differences but this game is trying to please the competitive smash brothers community and the audience for it that is praising this game online shows so it's pure just... i'm telling like I'm, I'm gonna say it again it's pure degeneracy 
It's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing that they're able to praise this because it's got the wave dashing. It's got the rollback neck code. It doesn't freaking matter. None of that shit matters because the game is horrible. How could you say, I'm seeing people online going, the online is leagues better than Super Smash Bros. I haven't had one buggy match, by the way. Maybe the rollback neck code's there. I don't know. The game does have wave dashing, but mechanically, every single character kind of shares like some of the same characteristics. I feel like so everyone... <laughs> So you're it's saying there's mess. not enough. So you're saying there's not enough, uh, and I and I get that it's it's easy to just be like it's a mess, but uh, I'm I'm so curious. So it feels like all the characters don't have distinct enough differences from each other. Like what's what's like the, the main issue? That so that's not even my first problem. My f- first problem is that it is so like Super Smash Brothers is a celebration of Nintendo and gaming. Nickelodeon sure. All Star Brawl is a cash in on these characters. It shows that they clearly. Like for SpongeBob, you have some of those iconic moves, but it feels like someone who like generally just put on Nickelodeon occasionally as a kid. It's so disrespectful, some aspects of this game. And I talked about this with Campbell before the podcast, but it's Mm -hmm. like, especially the music department of this game is so laughably insulting. Like for the Avatar map, they literally just put like Asian stereotypical sounding music to it. It's the most insulting thing I've ever seen to, like, an Avatar fan or to anyone who worked on Avatar. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Uh, I listened to that Avatar song, and it's frankly stunning how Avatar honestly has one of the, like, best animated cartoon soundtracks ever, in my view. Like, the music in that show is amazing, and the music that ended up in the game is just, you know, stock music for anything set in a generalized East Asian area. So, that definitely sucks there and if that's just one bad part of the game i can't imagine how worse the rest of it gets and speaking speaking of ang i just want to say on the subject of him his controls are all about close quarters combat because obviously everyone who knows avatar knows that ang would directly hit people obviously (laughs) he wasn't all about self-defense and all of these uh you know other unique aspects about not her isn't his whole arc about how he doesn't want to kill the fire lord and how he doesn't want to have to attack people he's supposed to be this peaceful entity did no one did anybody watch the show no clearly anybody we know the intro is just about the four elements all of them being physical violence of course which is somehow bafflingly they got Toph right. Toph is actually one of the best characters in the game, how she was designed, because it feels so faithful to Avatar. But then it's like, what happened? Just, did, were you like just not paying attention with everything else? It feels like they favorited certain characters in the game and everyone else was just left in the dust. Interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess the logical next question... I got two questions. Uh, one is... What do you think, like, a, I don't, this is a crass way to say this. What do you think a good version of this game would look like? A good version? Oh, that, that's very funny, Cameron. Any, any other version of this game would have been good. <laughs> oh, no. Any, uh, any other version. There is no care put into this whatsoever. Even, like, there's so many small little details that just bother me, and there's so many things they clearly didn't bother to check. Like, the single player is an absolute joke. It has an arcade mode that's like Smash 64, but here's the thing. 
it has these text boxes that fill in random text. Some some characters only have one thing to say, like Reptar only says roar with the freaking asterisk on both sides. That's his only piece of dialogue. So you're gonna see that box eight times when you play the arcade mode. And then there's just like random quotes, no correlation. There's just, also the rewards you get, you get artwork for beating the single player with each character. They didn't even crop it proper, properly. Did, like, did anybody check like around this game and make sure it was ready for release? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, the answer is no, because clearly not. Uh, this thing was, it's marketed at people who love Super Smash Brothers Melee. I love Super Smash Brothers Melee. This game is not that. It is far right. from that. Just because it has wave dashing and rollback netcode, you think it's going to be some competitive masterpiece? It's a, it's a disgrace to Nickelodeon. It is so awful in every single regard that it has it has a basis of gameplay that's good and nothing else. It is mm -hmm. so the budget was literally like a ham sandwich for this thing. I, I like it, I don't understand how there's so many iconic properties in this game and there's no budget. There's clearly no care put into it. They literally what, what's the noise Campbell for that one soundtrack for the garbage dump map that I showed you? Oh, it's like the it's not the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, but, yeah no, that's oh, the one. Is. That's okay. the one. Yeah, they use the they sampled the Wilhelm scream for the entire wow. song and it has like a 15 second loop the entire song. Can you imagine playing a six minute match with a 15 second loop? That sounds pretty annoying. Um, I guess my and here's my other my other question. So, uh, Marty, are you like a Nickelodeon guy? Does does any of this appeal to you at all, or were you just kind of like, yeah, it's not really for me? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> I'm bummed out to hear that it stinks so bad. Um, it, there's part of me that's secretly like, there's a nasty part of me that's like, oh, I'm glad that it's so bad because I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching all of the press materials roll out, and I I actually love a lot of these uh, properties. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought that it looked like they were being handled in a really cool way, but I knew that I don't love the mechanics that they were hanging their hat on. So I was mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I hope this is really fun for people who like Smash Brothers too. Um, as I mentioned before, I just can never get into the, the Smash feel. Um, so now I'm like, eh, hey, 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 it's not good at all, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, oh I, I do. I, I do wish that they had made a good game, though. I mean, because like they had some really cool properties in there. There's like turtles are in there, reptiles yeah, in there. Yeah, like, no, no. Come the, cast, on. the cast and characters is the best part about this game, but the rest of it is just so lazy and so well, devoid of personality. And I feel like um, I feel like it's gotten like a lukewarm critical reception. Anyways, like people seem to generally like it. You alluded to the fact that they're using some of these some of these Smash Melee things that people really love. So maybe that's that's that's, that's a literally lot of what it, they're but, banking you know. off. The, and the devs yeah. behind this thing, their interviews before the game launched, I was reading up on some of them. They were sometimes just like so arrogant the oh, way they awful. just like spoke about it. They were literally like, "Yeah, does Smash Brothers have this? Does Nintendo really care?" Like. All right, let, did you care about Nickelodeon? Did you watch any of these shows when you were making this game? Because apparently you didn't. Because anyone, <laughs> anyone of all the games who to loves like, these franchises... Of all the games to fire shots so at, like, 
like Smash is, I mean, I don't love to play it, but it's impossible to ignore how extremely well crafted it, it is. I mean, obviously they put so much care into all of these characters. It's it's unprecedented what they've done. This whole game reminds me, no, this reminds me of that moment. I don't know if you guys know this, but when Sakurai revealed Pac-Man for Super Smash Brothers, he held like this private press conference for press and media and game developers just to talk to them. And there was a guy in the crowd who was like, I bet I can design a better game than you. <laughs> like, that's the type of person <laughs> I think of. Like, they are wow. literally staring their competitors in the face and being like, we're better than you. And then it's like, you see them try and design something, and it's such a horrific catastrophe that all you could do is just laugh. It's just so, such a slap in the face. And Lud Ludosity, like... They're already talking about DLC and all this other post-content stuff that they want people to pay for. Like, are you going to fix any of this? It is such in a horrific state. There's no tutorials. The, the game modes are missing. There's no item modes. There's no casual modes. It's all about this competitive play. Like, I highly, highly doubt that the majority of parents who are going to pick this up for some, you know, some of their kids... They don't care about Super Smash Brothers Melee competitive scene. I could tell you that much. Like sure. you have to design a game that's for everyone. That's where Smash Brothers thrives. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl doesn't understand how to even be a video game at that. It has no <laughs> proper design. Wow. Uh, wow. That's a pretty brutal takedown. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I have nothing I, else to say. It, it's just the, yeah, it's such a shame. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. I love yeah. all the properties in this. And it has so much potential. But they're like, we'll add voice acting down the line. Oh, yeah, sure you will. Okay, okay. We'll see about that in a few months. Because you already have all these voice actors who are like, you know, the people at Game Mill are pretty shady. Like, yeah, we knew that one. If you looked at any of their other games, they did like Nickelodeon kart racing crossovers and stuff before this. And they were all horrific. Like, this one's no different. The only difference between those and this one is they got an arrogant developer to back them up. Wow. Uh, that's pretty gnarly, and I am so sorry that you uh, had to endure that. I know. Although... And one other thing. Wait, one other thing. One other <laughs> oh, no. thing I'll say Please. is, <laughs> of all the Smash-like games I've played, right? You had the Dream Team mix on uh, the GameCube, right? You had that one. You had PlayStation All-Stars, which people take stabs at. Like, there's no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. This is the worst one I have played yet. Yeah. And it so, has the best cast out of all of them. <laughs> okay, yeah. but Mark, I will say, we've talked about this privately, but I'll say look, look up Bounty Battle, okay? Which is another smash bros like game that crossed over indie characters right in my wheelhouse okay it had one mm -hmm. from guacamelee it had trace from axiom verge it had the owl from owlboy it had so many great indie characters it is probably the most depressed i have ever been in my life playing a video game before and not in like ah. a wow this game is you know tackling deep themes it was depressed because these were developers who created these heartfelt you know beautiful games and experiences that deserve to have their own smash bros and they were just smashed to bits in a game so poorly executed with hor horrendous graphics terrible execution the gameplay was sluggish and made no sense whatsoever if i mean it had the yeah, same literally issues the same, it's the same situation yeah, yeah it's i just, mean it's literally the same you, it, you literally just okay, summed up the no, entire let me, thing let me actually mention one thing that i think this game does better than nickelodeon it has voice acting so <laughs> if bounty battle 
could have voice acting. Oh, and it was I should mention the sound design. I want to I mm-hmm. want to mention this while we're on the topic. The sound design. Every hit is the same sound effect. Can you imagine wanting to stand that? <laughs> Brain is gonna have a mental breakdown playing a single second more of this game. It wow. is so. It's literally a broken record while trying to play a video game. It's just impossible to listen. I literally, when I played this with my roommate, we had to turn the volume off. <laughs> That's how bad it oh, was. Wow. And there's what no voice acting. It's already at a negative. Just so bad. Ugh. And I, I yeah. really wanted to love this. We talked about it, you know, a few weeks well, yeah, back. We, how we, we were excited for it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. A lot of goodwill yeah. for it. There really was. And yet they didn't get the Crimson Chin in the game. So really, it was dead <laughs> to me anyway. No, the Psalm has a $10 DLC. And the people who are eating <laughs> this up somehow will defend it. Watch. Are, um, won't even Ren- come with a map. <laughs> are, um, are Ren and Stimpy in it? Uh, yes, they are. Ren and Stimpy oh, are here. Man. They're sadly oh. here and being absolute shit on. Yeah. What a shame. What a <laughs> shame. Yep. Wow. Uh, well, it sounds incredibly disappointing, and it's a shame because, as as we have all expressed multiple times in previous podcasts and on this very one, it did have a lot of uh, positivity going into it. Sometimes execution is not always there. Um, we should probably call it here because I feel <laughs> I feel like Mark's just getting ramped up, and we've already been talking for half an hour, so we, we got to call the it. the knife, camera. He's been sharpening. He's been sharpening the knife. The knife is inside me at this point. Um, <laughs> But we got it. We got to. We got to call it. We got to call it. I, did, we'll I didn't. You know, I wanted this game to be good. I was yeah. so hopeful for it, and just everything about it is a constant letdown. There's literally yeah. no cohesion. There's no character. There's no. There's nothing. The game is just so. It's a cash in. That's. You know what this reminds me of? Shovelware. This would have been considered oh, wow. shovelware a decade ago, and that's exactly what it is. Will you tell us how you really feel, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> wow um so if, if you're interested to read more of mark's thoughts he wrote an extremely uh a very funny review um i think you did the best with what you could mark uh i loved all the all the spongebob references in in your review i thought it was actually really 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 funny um so i, I appreciated you just making making the best with what you could do there um so let's I never guess talk about this again. <laughs> let's never talk about this again. Um, let's let's call it there. Uh, I've been your host, Cameron Dax, and you can find some of my writing over on goombastomp.com. Uh, I'm over on Twitter at Action Dax. And Mark, where can people find you on the internet? Find me at the Mark Helm. That, of course, is Mark with the C, Cal with the K. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter right now on goombastomp.com. Uh, by the time this episode's up, I'll have a review for Hideo Kojima's The Creative Gene, a really surprisingly great book it is filled with so much philosophy and stuff and it's incredible maybe we'll talk about it next week but uh yeah so i'll have a review for that up and then i can't talk about what we'll talk about next week Ooh. but uh it's it's very good <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. so stay stay tuned that. right uh and campbell what about yourself you can find me on twitter at campbell s gill uppercase csg and you can find all my games writing over at goombastomp.com i've got an indie game spotlight that went up over this weekend and very soon i'll have a little write-up about the experience of playing tetris effect on switch spoilers it's really just absolutely fantastic Uh, (laughs) it's on sale for like two more days i'm debating whether or not i should finally pull the trigger and uh uh, okay uh and marty (laughs) uh marty allen thank you so much for joining us our resident animal crossing experts really do appreciate you having you on 
Oh boy, it's always my pleasure. You know, as I, I always say to you guys, it's it's so fun to be on here because I'm a fan as much as I uh, get to come on sometimes. So it's it's so neat. Um, and I too am debating Tetris Effect, and you guys have almost convinced me to do it. And when I'm playing Metroid Dread, and I can't spend this much money on video games, um, buy it. You can, you can find me at my name is Marty, and then you put the word stuff after it on Instagram and Twitter and probably Facebook, and that's MartyStuff.com and SockPuppetCity.com. I write on Goomba stomp but i can't i'm hoping to do that more i'll try to write something in response to the dlc coming up and um yeah just a pleasure to be here thanks for having me i think you i think you've been the guest we've had on the most time so we're, we're always happy i think so am i am i yeah, wrong guys or besides right, for rick yeah. maybe no 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 you're right yeah, in your face rick yeah i'm coming for it, you rick, rick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far into the podcast rick <laughs> Incredible. Um, of course an express is also on twitter we are at an express nintendo and the podcast is on youtube as well if you like to consume your podcast via youtube and express nintendo podcast and of course we're available to download on all your podcast platforms of choice Podbean, apple Podcasts, spotify all that good stuff Rate, review us, drives more traffic to the podcast, which is always good for us. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.